Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. There was a little girl named Trista. She lived with her mommy and daddy in a valley between several high mountains in a little village. And she liked to play with her dolls. She liked to go to school and learn new things. She liked to eat food and she liked to help her mommy cook food. She liked to help her daddy do things. Her daddy was the town carpenter, and he made all sorts of different things. One of the things that her father had made that she had helped him make was a walking stick for her. She liked to walk in the mountains and the hills around their village, and it was very handy to have a walking stick on some of the steep slopes. One of the ways that her village communicated with villages on the other sides of the mountain was that they had pigeons that they could release with little messages strapped to the legs of the pigeon and the pigeons would fly to other villages. Well, one day, fairly early in the morning, someone came and knocked on the door of Trista's house and her daddy answered the door and he said, yes, thank you. And he came inside holding a piece of paper. And Trista and her mommy looked up from breakfast and they said, What is it? Because her daddy looked worried. He said, It's a message. It says that Grandma has gotten sick with a cold. And she needs some medicine that's made from a flower that only grows on our side of the mountain. He said, I can't take it to her right now. Because I promised... Mr. Finley, that I would have his new carriage done today. And her mommy said, well, I sprained my ankle two days ago, and it's still not well. I can't climb over the mountain. And Trista said, well, I'll go. They said, I don't know. You're awfully young to make the trip all the way over the mountain. She said, I've been the way to Grandma's house many times. I know the way, and I walk around all the time. She said, besides, I can take... Wilma with me. Wilma was her dog who liked to go with her for walks. And her mommy said, all right, well, go pick some of the alpine red bell flowers. She went out and she picked the flowers and she brought them in. She helped her mommy cook up the medicine. And her mommy put it in a bottle and put the bottle in a belt pouch. And Trista strapped it on. Her mommy and daddy said, it's going to take you all day to get over the mountain. I said, so you stay at Grandma's tonight, and you come back tomorrow. She said, all right. I said, come on, Wilma. She whistled to her dog. She took her walking stick. She began to climb up the mountain. Up, up, Didn't she take up. a leash on her dog? No. No, no leash on the dog. It would be too hard dog. to hold on to a leash. And uh, She had taken a lot of walks with Wilma, and Wilma knew to stay with inside of her. They walked along the path. At first it was pretty easy going. They were in the low part of the mountain. 
But as they went up, it started to get rockier. And they got to a point where the path disappeared. There had been a rock slide, and the path was covered over with rocks. And they were too big for them to get over. So they had backed up a little bit, and they saw where there was sort of a little uh, area they could climb up to get around the rock slide. But it was hard to climb up it with Wilma. So Trista climbed, and Wilma was trying to make her own way through the fallen rocks below. And it took her quite a while to climb up and over and down the other side. And she got to the other side, and she wandered along until she found the trail. And she could still hear Wilma behind her barking, but she didn't know how close Wilma was. And she started up the trail walking kind of slowly, figuring that Wilma would catch up. And she got to the point where she could, was just beginning to see the top of the mountain, when she heard a growl. And she looked up ahead, and she saw there was a mountain lion crouched in the trail. A woman took a hold of her walking stick with both hands. If that mountain lion came towards her, she was going to do her best to whack it as hard as she could. Because she knew that you should never run from a mountain lion. Because if you run, they will always catch you. And they will always come after you if you run. But if you act like you're not afraid of them, and if they come after you, if you fight them, if you hit them hard with something... Sometimes they'll decide you're not worth the trouble. Well, the mountain lion started to walk towards her. It wasn't charging towards her, but it was looking at her. She looked right back at her. She was gripping her walking stick. She was really scared. Her hands were sort of shaking and her palms were sweaty. But she was looking right at it and she was making her meanest face at it. And then she heard another sound behind her and she didn't turn to look. She hoped it wasn't another mountain lion behind her. But then she heard a... The sound of Wilma barking, and the mountain lion looked at them both. She looked at Trista there with her big stick, and the dog beside her barking. And the mountain lion decided it was not worth the trouble, and it turned and it disappeared up the trail. Well, after that, Trista and Wilma walked faster than ever because they wanted to be off that mountain while it was still nice and light. Grandma needed her medicine. They did not want to be around for that mountain lion. They walked as fast as they could, and soon, right around uh, sort of early afternoon, they were looking down the other side of the mountain. They could see far, far below, just the little sort of smudge in the snow at the base of the mountain that was the village that her grandma lived in. They started down the other side of the mountain. They had gotten just a little way along before they saw that there had been another rock slide. And that this one, there was no way to get around it on the trail. So Wilma began to look around. They had gotten low enough on the other side of the mountain that there were trees. And she saw that the rock slide... I'm sorry, not Wilma. Trista. I apologize. Trista looked around. She saw that the rock slide had knocked over some trees. She started thinking about what she might be able to use the tree for. And she heard Wilma growling, and she looked back, and she saw way up the trail, the mountain lion was there watching them. And she thought, I've got to figure out a way to get down off this mountain fast. I can't climb over that rock slide. I've got to find a way to go over all the snow. So she went over the tree, and she found a place where the tree had been broken into sort of long, flat pieces of wood. And she took off some of the ribbons that she was wearing in her hair. And she 
tied the ribbons around those long flat pieces of wood and then she tied her feet to them. So they sort of made big snowshoes. And then she began to use her walking stick to kind of push her through the snow. And she found that when she got to the slope, she started to slide. And she heard kind of a growl behind her, and she saw that the mountain lion had saw the fact that she was moving faster and thought that she was running away, and it was charging down the slope after her. Well, she didn't know, didn't have time to think. She just scooped up Wilma in her arms, and she gave a big push with her walking stick, and then she was sledding and skiing down the hill on her flat pieces of wood. And she was going faster and faster, and she heard a sort of frustrated growl behind her, and she glanced back for a second. She saw that she was going so fast that the mountain lion was falling farther and farther behind, and then she was past the she was past the rock slide point, but there was a big hill of just open snow ahead of her, and so she decided not to go back to the trail. She just bent her knees and held on to Wilma tightly and just zipped down the hill. She was going so fast that when she got to the bottom of that part, her grandma's village was right in front of her, but she couldn't stop. She went right on by it. She just zipped by it. And she kind of had to lean one way. And when she leaned one way, she made sort of a big circle that looped around and brought her back into the village. And all the people in the village sort of stood there with their mouths open as they saw the little girl holding her dog come sliding right through the village and slowly coasting to a stop. And then she bent down, she untied her ribbons, and she stepped off her pieces of wood, and she knocked on her grandma's door, and her grandma opened the door and said, Oh, Trista, it's so good to see you. I didn't expect you to come. I thought your mommy or daddy would come. And Trista said they couldn't. And she said, here's your medicine, Grandma. She gave it to her. And her grandma took it, and it was already feeling better by the next day. And while Trista, while they had dinner that night, Trista told her all about her story. And so the next day, her grandma went back with her. And her grandpa, too, walked her all the way back to her mom and dad's house because they did not want to send her up over that mountain again the mountain lion somewhere along that trail but they did not see the mountain lion and when they got back to her mom and dad's house that night they all had a big family celebration together and Trista was the hero of the day for getting her grandmother medicine she needed and being clever and being brave thanks for listening to stories for wonderful children I created today's show but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time... I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.